Okay, hello, good afternoon. I'm Dr. Carlos S. San Juan, and uh, uh, as as I mentioned as mentioned earlier, I'm a medical physician, and um, I'm one of the rare people in the world who is both who are yeah, who are both a uh, uh, a physician and a professional cartoonist. So I was asked by um, our gracious hosts, uh, SMBF Paranaque and Comic Con Inc., to talk about what it is to be both a physician, a doctor, and a cartoonist. Now, it's a very rare thing, apparently. I didn't know it was that rare. I thought uh, there were many of me. And there are people like me in the world, but uh, apparently it still is quite rare. So hence, I'm going to be talking about being a doctor and a cartoonist, uh, having two professions. So uh, first off, I'll be talking about myself. Now, uh, who am I? <laughs> so again, my name is Dr. Carlos San Juan. Um, I am a medical physician. I am a diplomate of the Philippine Board of Nuclear Medicine. I took biology in pre-med, so I'm essentially a biologist. So to get my uh, my MD degree and my diplomate degree in nuclear medicine it took me roughly 15 years to become uh, a nuclear medicine specialist. But I did some things on the side. Uh, I was also a voice actor. I don't do that as often as I did before, so I did a few radio advertisements. Um, I was also an event announcer uh, sometimes, uh, and most recently uh, I was dubbing Filipino telenovelas into English to, for a broadcast abroad. Uh, so I am the English voice of some of your favorite artistas. Usually a teenage boy, that's what I was typecast as. But what, why, where I, why I'm here today in front of you is because I am a, a comic artist. Um, and I started out very early, uh, as far back as I could remember, I would doodle these comics in, uh, in old notebooks uh, just to please myself. Um, but when I was in high school, I was the art editor of our student newspaper and I joined the art staff of my uh, university newspaper, uh, where I started my, my current comic strip. Um, I was also the art editor of my med school newspaper. and. Uh, uh, currently, my comics are published in talascomics.com and uh, tapas.io and also in the Manila Bulletin. And also, as mentioned earlier, I am a member of the Samahang Cartoonista ng Pilipinas. So, what is this comic strip that I do? It's called Callus. It's a webcomic at talascomics.com. It was also a comic strip published by the Manila Bulletin. And it's a multimedia entertainment platform. I've actually produced a couple of cart uh, animated cartoons uh, for uh, dissemination of information regarding healthcare. So Callus is about, uh, the main character is Dr. Rianne Nika. So my, my main character is a doctor. Uh, she is a struggling new family practitioner or uh, family medicine specialty. She is a very smart doctor, a brilliant doctor. But she spent her entire youth, you know, studying. Nagaara lang siya. Never, never siya niya discover yung kanyang sarili niya. And she knows very little about life and the world beyond medicine. So very, very smart doctor siya. Pero beyond medicine, pretty much wala siyang alam. 
no, napansin nyo sa image, may kasama siyang, you know, duck. So, yan po, si Cal Duck. Siya yung kanyang guardian duck. No, uh, in-assign sa kanya para maging guide to becoming the best person she can be. Uh, protector din siya, tsaka hindi siya invisible, nakikita ng lahat. Uh, unfortunately, first time niya maging guardian duck. And uh, so, ibig sabihin, meron siya mga kasamang on-the-job mentor. So, uh, yung, yung ibang ducks dyan sa picture. So the genre, it's a, it's a gag comic strip. It's a newspaper comic strip, so it's accessible to all ages. Um, and uh, uh, pretty much, uh, you don't really have an overarching storyline. It's one gag at a time, one gag per day. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, the main character is a doctor, you know, trying to find her path in this world. So essentially, my comic is all about me. But before Callus began, uh, I had the duck character already. I first started drawing. I, I like ducks because it's my favorite animal. Ko. If you think of any cartoon, um, uh, may animals, malamang yung duck yung favorite character. Ko. So back in 1989, I started drawing little comics about Dan the Daring Duck. So parang daredevil siya na duck doing uh, uh, various jobs, parang siya yung, yung bibe dun sa, sa shooting gallery, yun yung mga trabaho niya. Tapos, uh, when I was in high school, ginawa siya ng high school student. So yung mga experiences ko sa high school, yan yung nagiging adventures ni, ni Dan, the duck. Tapos 1995, uh, the, uh, when I started, I don't know, pero uh, I created, I renamed him to Cal Duck. So in my high school newspaper, I'm an art editor. Um, I also drew comics and accompanying artwork for articles. And of course, comic strips. So high school life humor, and I also add, uh, did some spoofs of some uh, TV ads. No? And after that, uh, and I would see the reaction of my classmates, some ginagawa kong comics. And I felt, you know, I can pursue a career in comics. Um, so I asked, you know, my teachers, my friends, what do you think? Should I go for a career in comics? And their answer to me was, no, no, you shouldn't go into comics. Siyempre, the heartbreak of a genre, no, that was my dream. I wanted to become a cartoonist. And uh, the reasons they would tell me are, parang, uh, my art style was too Western. Um, back then, kasi super healing ko sa mga Garfield, mga Peanuts. Um, Cal, uh, no, hindi pa Calvin Halls, but uh, yung mga yun, yung mga nakikita natin sa Jario, mga comic strips. That was my, my first love when it comes to comics. Uh, yung humor ko, tsaka yung writing ko, is also too western. Uh, walang, walang audience dito sa Pilipinas para sa humor ko. Uh, tsaka hindi daw siya pang masa. Back then, kasi super sikat yung uh, uh, Pugat Baboy, mga ganyan. Mga um, comics that were geared to, uh, to, to everybody, pretty much. No? Whereas my, my humor was a uh, had a specific niche. So I thought, okay, what if I, kung hindi, hindi ito, you know, papatok sa Pilipinas, should I think about going abroad uh, to aspire to, be, to become a newspaper cartoonist abroad? There was still, uh, people, my teachers, my friends, you know, sinasabi pa rin sa akin, no, no, uh, yung competition is too fierce. Isipin mo kung ilang 
uh, aspiring cartoonists sa buong mundo na gusto magtrabaho sa, sa for example in the United States you know? so basically sinasabi sa akin there's no chance so hindi ka magiging cartoonist sa Pilipinas or anywhere so of course that being my dream you know, medyo na heartbreak na ako niyan so I started thinking you know, what else can I do you know, uh, one of the things I like about being a cartoonist is being able to touch other people make their lives better now, from afar, now, growing ka lang ng isang joke, put it, uh, have it published, tapos babasahin ng isang tao na from, from uh, very far away, tapos parang kiniliti mo siya, tatawa siya, or basta it makes them feel better. So I like that. And I thought, what's a career that could help me help other people feel better? So I decided to uh, go into medicine. Um, so I entered uh, pre-med. But you know, I still had that, that itch that gusto ko pa rin maging cartoonist. So, sa, uh, Somalia was a university newspaper namin, sa De La Salle University. Tapos, in August 7, 1996, the first Callus comic strip was, uh, was published. So, back in college, in Callus was a college situation comedy. And uh, um, at the time, you know, mga, mga mid and late 90s, yung uso sa comics, yung mga edgy na art. Uh, you can see it in cartoons and other, uh, uh, what do you call this? Other comics, uh, everything was very dark and very, very edgy. So I had to try to change the art style code to reflect that. Um, uh, the panels you see on screen now are, are some of the very first panels I drew for Callus. And um, uh, my main character, uh, see Rianne, she's, she's actually the girl that's, be, that's uh, being shown to you right now. I should look very different back then, but that was her. Now, where was Kaldak, you might ask? Uh, Kaldak was sort of the mascot of the series. Uh, he would appear in the title panel and uh, going through various misadventures. Uh, and then uh, later on, the uh, in series uh, extend pala to, uh, to one panel comics like you see in The Far Side and so on. And uh, I made Kaldak star in those. But it would, uh, it would be time to move on eventually, tapos pumasok na ako sa med school. Tapos med school, uh, lo and behold, meron din student newspaper. Then I offered, what if I draw comics for the student newspaper sa med school? So I started Callus uh, colon Quacks in 2000. Tapos uh, yung dating background character ko, si Rian, became the main character. Tapos si Cal Duck nag-enter into the main continuity as, the, as a guardian duck. Now the reason I did that was, it, Pinag-isipan ko eh, bakit ako nag-medicine? Bakit ako nang ng ganito para maging doktor? So I was uh, asking myself these questions and making these comics uh, help me um, get past that, those doubts that I really wanted to become a doctor talaga. Because you, you're, you're not going to make it as a doctor if you don't really, really want to do it. So, Callus uh, Quacks was a medical student situation comedy naman. So a lot of uh, internal jokes with the med students um, unfortunately, I didn't save any of the issues. I only have this one digital copy of one strip, and that's all that remains, at least in my records. But as you know, medical school is very difficult. Mahirap siya. Mahirap maging doctor. And there came a certain point in my medical training, uh, I couldn't make any more comics. It was just impossible. So from 2004 to 2008, uh, I put Callus on hiatus, and I wasn't sure if I was ever going to start it again. 
Um, that was because uh, I was going through my fourth year in med school, which is the, the toughest year. It was the worst year of my life. And so I, I can also say it was one of my best years, but definitely it was one of the worst years of my life. It was very humbling. I was brought down uh, very fast to earth, realized that of oh, my place uh, in this world, in a sense. Uh, then I went, underwent Philippine postgraduate internship in Philippine General Hospital, which is a very, very hard uh, hospital to train in. And then uh, I, I, I took my board exam, became a licensed uh, physician, I got married, I became a husband and a father, I became a general practitioner. And during that whole time, I only made two comic strips, one in 2006 and one in 2007, which I posted in Multiply.com, which no longer exists. But then I was still had that dream, you know, maybe, maybe I could be both. I could be a doctor and a uh, cartoonist. So I wanted to try entering Philippine newspaper comics pages. But I didn't know how, and I had no one to talk to. I knew, I knew nobody in the comic, comics industry, uh, and I didn't know anyone who knew what to do. So there came a point that I accepted that I'll never, I'll never go in, uh, become a news, newspaper cartoonist. I'll never fulfill my dream to become a newspaper cartoonist. Uh, so I have to accept it. Fortunately, uh, at the time, the internet was becoming very big. The World Wide Web was the big, uh, big keyword at the time. So I opted to publish my comic strips online as a webcomic. Um, although I have had a, a, an archive website since 1997, um, then at around 2009, the middle of 2009, uh, I was in the middle of my specialization training as a nuclear medicine physician, I dared myself, again, I'll make a comic strip every day and just put it online and we'll see what happens and see how long I can last. And uh, basically, I haven't stopped since. You know? So I wanted people to read my comics. It wasn't enough for me to just put my comic strips online. And then, uh, so I started researching simple Google searches, like how to promote your webcomic or your online comic or your website. Um, that's when I realized, and dami pala, dami webcomics online. I thought, I was, I was very naive. I thought I was the, one of the very few, but there's so many out there. But you know, I wanted to be read. I wanted to be noticed. Uh, I once had the philosophy, but I build it and they will come, you But that's just not the case. It's not going to happen. So, uh, but I was fortunate that the trail had already been blazed. Uh, people would, would uh, uh, other webcomic artists around the world would put in their pointers on their blogs or their or uh, in other places. And uh, their, the other professional webcomic producers shared their methods online, so we just followed those. So why webcomics? You know, you have a virtually limitless audience. You have instant feedback. You should have, uh, I had a, uh, uh, a comment, comment section per comment strip. So you, uh, it was an education for me. I, I knew what I was doing right or wrong. Yeah. And uh, I had immediate gratification from my work. Uh, it was low cost production and distribution. You didn't have to invest in making a book per se. And uh, I can be true to myself. I had no editor. Um, so I could write and draw pretty much whatever I wanted. But webcomics is also a community of international artists. So most of us are trying to help each other out. Uh, I made a lot of friends abroad and here, uh, not so much yet here in the Philippines, uh, because unfortunately at the time there was not as big a readership in the Philippines, uh, not yet. 
Now, you also encountered an article online by Byron Wilkins. He's the artist of 1977, the comic. And from uh, uh, on their website, the webcomicalliance.com, he wrote some uh, an article called Writing a Business Plan. And um, then he, he mentioned, you know, you have to, if you, you can think of yourself as a hobbyist when it comes to being a cartoonist or as a professional. And uh, it was then after reading that article that I decided I'm going to be a professional. I'm going to learn and act and think like one. Uh, I don't shy away from saying I do a comic in conversations and I'm always tr thinking of how to grow my business. So my comics suddenly became a, bis a business now. Now at the time, a webcomic revenue came from several sources. You can have it from website advertising or producing your printed books and merchandise. Uh, nowadays, uh, crowdfunding has become very popular through Kickstarter, Indiegogo, and others, other websites. And of course, nowadays you have Patreon, where uh, your loyal followers will pledge and support you uh, as you produce your material. Then uh, I suddenly realized that I have to market. Right? So uh, on social media, we have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and other methods. Uh, I did favors for other artists by producing guest art or guest comics. Uh, I would show up as a guest in various podcasts or co-host some of them. Um, I would post my comics on Reddit, they stumble upon and others, and website directories, and try to find uh, whatever method of free advertising I could find. This is stuff I just had to pick up online. Um, even making a comic strip was something I didn't learn in school. So I had to streamline my production process because making a comic strip every day is very hard. Um, so I had pre-printed comic strip templates, I used colored pencils that I could just erase from Photoshop so I wouldn't have to actually erase on the paper. Uh, I only colored using flat fills and I had an easily updatable website. And I purchased the URL callouscomics.com. So I had several challenges in uh, starting this, this online business per se. I didn't know code, I didn't know how to produce a website. And the website is your, your, your storefront your, uh, of your comic business. So um, uh, I used a, a service called yola.com for a drag and drop uh, website management. Uh, unfortunately, they had less room for creativity, but considering the circumstances I had, uh, that was the way to go. Now, being a webcomic artist means you're a multimedia crew of just one. So you do all the comic production, you do all the marketing. Uh, I say a lot that marketing is 80% of the effort, and if you already know how to make comics, it's easy. So uh, that's only 20% of your effort. Um, and I admit, I'm not the most successful webcomic out there. Now, uh, being close to several webcomic artists abroad, I started getting jealous because uh, they were going to comic conventions, getting tables like this, and comic conventions and selling their books. Uh, I was in the black hole of, medicals, medical, uh, of a medical career. I didn't know anything beyond medicine. Now. So uh, I didn't know of any local comic conventions, and I didn't know any local comic artists. You'll have to forgive me because uh, I, was a, I was in a black hole. I was in medicine. I, I, knew, I had no idea. But upon research, I was able to find that there was actually a very active local comic scene. I got very excited. So uh, I was able to get a table at, a, at Metro Comic Con in 2010. This was in SM Megaball back then. And that was my very first comic convention. And that, it was then that I finally met uh, uh, some dear friends now in, in the comics industry.
And uh, before I got to the convention, I had to do research because I've never been to one. I've never been to a Comic-Con. So I had to uh, read the blogs of people who've gone there to see what they want. And there were some indie comic artists that had blogs that I uh, read. They're very informative. So I made my very first book uh, through, through Microsoft Word, which I no longer recommend today. Um, then I printed it out in a, a, a printer at work, and, uh, but I paid for the ink. And as a comic press, I just used my medical books. Since they're very heavy, they're going press for the comics. So that, uh, I produced um, my first book myself. I made 80 copies. And this was me at my very first comic convention in the SM Mega Mall. Uh, and uh, I made 80 copies, I sold them for 120, which back then was a very expensive rate for a, a comic book, a locally produced uh, independent comic book. But still, people saw my work, they liked it, they bought, uh, they bought almost all of it. I saved uh, two copies for myself, and uh, they got sold out. Then I produced more books. I, I didn't want to uh, print them out myself ever again, so I sought um, uh, printing presses to print these for me. So I produced more books uh, of uh, comic strip compilations. I attended more conventions, uh, notably Comic-Con, who is uh, one of uh, our hosts today. So thank you very much to Comic-Con Inc. And as you can see, someone actually cosplayed my characters and, uh, and uh, joined a, um, a cosplay contest as my character. So I was very, very touched and very... So in comic conventions, what's our goal as comic artists? You know, we, 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 want, to, we want to be visible and uh, reveal ourselves to a new audience, to promote our brand, to sell books and merchandise and sketches, to, and of course to meet new friends and network and help, help other creators out. Uh, you know, business is business, but you know, in comics, it's, uh, we're all one community. And that includes our readership. You know, we're, all in one, we're all in this together, you know, as the song goes. So things were going well. As you can imagine, things are starting to pick up. This was actually, uh, the photo here is actually a Comic Con in Singapore. It was abroad now. So I thought, should I still, again, pursue my dream of being a newspaper cartoonist? Because uh, I was surprised that there's an audience here in, here in the Philippines for uh, what I make. People like it. Um, and I was getting encouragement from, uh, from colleagues. Uh, some of them are even here today. So yeah, I decided I'll give it a shot. So uh, I submitted around 20 comic strips to the Manila Bulletin. I chose the ones that got the best feedback online. That was another advantage of being a, a webcomic. And I chose the strips that spoke best of what the series was all about so that the editor, Cesar Ronnie Santiago, could see what I was uh, aiming to do with my comics. I sent it all through email and I got a reply. And uh, I heard from Sir Ronnie that it was he, uh, my comics were getting good feedback, and he would and you know uh, essentially he was saying that he's accepting my application, and uh, before I knew it, my comics were being published now in the Manila Bulletin. So on August 19, 2012, um, so that would be many years after the comic the actual series started. I finally got published in the newspaper. I achieved my dream, the things that people told me I would never become. I was able to achieve it. 
And um, you know, yeah, I achieved my dream. I'm in I'm in a, a national newspaper. Like um, uh, almost half a million people see my work every day. What do I What do I do from there? After you achieve your dream, what do you do, Tiba? So I branched out. I, I, I uh, formed collaborations with other comic artists, and I decided I wanted to write other things other than my comic strip. So I started another comic called Mouse with uh, the artist here, Pilar Esber. And uh, we, we put up a website, mousecomic.com, and we, uh, we do a, a, an adventure sci-fi comic together called Mouse, which is an acronym for Multiple Ordnance and Utility Synthetic Entity. So it's a sci-fi adventure kind of comic that's geared to our children. And also started writing another comic uh, called The Morgo Wings, and I collaborated with Rod Espinosa. He's an Eisner-nominated uh, comic artist. Um, and this was published by Antarctic Press in the U.S. So this was a four-issue miniseries, and um, well, I, I felt it was a it was a very good comic. <laughs> and of course, Rod Espinosa, being an Eisner nominee, he's a very very good comic artist. Then I produced more um, Kalos comic books. I, I even print, had one printed that would um, uh, that I hope to be uh, distributed to bookstores. And then I also got award nominations, notably just a few months ago in Comic Con 2017. I got four nominations for uh, for Comic Con awards for Reader's Choice Awards. I believe I had the most nominations. Yeah, so I had the most nominations of uh, any comic artist in any genre in their uh, Reader's Choice Award. But uh, as time went by, um, I'm getting a bit older. It's becoming harder for me to stay up late at night to produce these comic strips now. So I had to somehow squeeze it in, in my day as, uh, as, I, as I'm working as a doctor and uh, as other things. I have other quote-unquote racket. And... Um, uh, so I, I, I had to further streamline my process. So I made a switch to uh, drawing digitally. Uh, uh, I now draw on an iPad, and uh, now I no longer have to. Uh, thanks to a suggestion from uh, one of my colleagues, Imel Tasipet, one of the one of the best uh, comic artists in the country right now, and he's here today, Shaina Sombrero. and uh, he he convinced me to um, to switch to digital. Uh, I, I didn't have to get the most expensive hardware. My, my goal was to just be mobile, be able to produce, uh, to draw my comics wherever I am. I didn't have to have a pencil and paper and my, my set of pens to, uh, to pencil and ink my comic strips because it, it can all be done digitally now. So this is me in a hospital uh, hiding while I draw my <laughs> comics. So what have I learned in this whole uh, process though? One, I have to listen to people who have done it. Um, I can't guess on what I'm going to do next. And fortunately, uh, the Philippine comics community is very, very helpful. Helpful. They, they've helped me a whole lot. And I really appreciate the help that they've, uh, the advice they have given me over the years. They blazed the trail for you and you have to respect and walk that path if you want to go further. And of course, you have to be true to yourself. The, the, my comic is about pretty much my experiences, so I write what I know, and uh, using my own voice. Uh, I, I had to find out who my audience was, 
fortunately through comic conventions, I was able to do that and I was able to listen to my audience. And of course, your intellectual property is your child. You have to treat it as such that you have to help your child grow, you know? And before you think that I'm no longer practicing as a physician, I still am. I'm still a doctor and I'm a cartoonist. I have two professions. I'm a doctor and a cartoonist. And at least for now, I'm still able to do both. <laughs> so that was me talking about me. And if you aspire to become a cartoonist yourself, I can't wait to hear all about you. So thank you very much for your attention and uh, have a great day everyone.